You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Fun show yesterday. Let's keep it rolling. Yeah. Let's let's run it back. Yeah. We talked we talked ADP and we talked uh an incoming rookie receiver. We are going to do the same thing today. Instead of startup ADP though, I've got that rookie ADP Ooh, I hinted tasty. at. First round rookie ADP. You know, it, it kind of actually feels like a lot of the same comments we said about the uh the, the top 12 dynasty startup. We liked Taylor and Chase at Jefferson at the top, but after that, it's it's kind of wide open, and the guy who's at 10 or 11 or 12 could end up at 4 or 5 or 6. I think it's probably the case here with these rookies as well. Do you see them in general kind of bunched in in that way? Yeah, I, I tend to think landing spot this year more than ever might be a determining factor in really shaking this thing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think most years... Hall or Spiller would not be in the overall running back one rookie draft conversation. They'd be more like three or four. Um, I don't love Drake London, and we'll get to the list here in a minute, Mm. but I I don't dislike him. He's not my favorite receiver in this draft, but boy, if he comes in the, the right landing spot, he could catch a ton of touchdowns. You know, I mean, he could do some really good fantasy things in the right spot. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It seems like seems like everybody loves London. Um, I think Marcus and and Kate covered him uh, in, in one of their one of their episodes. So we won't we won't get to profile him, but we'll certainly uh, certainly talk about him, and and we'll get to him here in this ADP. Uh, it is a wide receiver at the one hundred and one spot. Traylon Burks, one hundred and one. Uh, we we hinted at this a little bit last week, I believe, that it, it probably wouldn't, at least in the early going, be a running back at the top, and that, that's what we've got. Traylon Burks, 101. Uh, then it's Brees Hall at the 102 spot. Garrett Wilson, who we talked about last week, the Ohio State wide receiver, is three. And Isaiah Spiller, four. And then let's go ahead and throw... Uh, London, London in yeah. there. Yeah, he he's at the five spot. So there's your top five. It, it's that wide receiver running back pattern. Burks, Hall, Wilson, Spiller, and London. Mm-hmm. Um, besides having some concerns about London, anything else stand out to you there that maybe you disagree with? I may have said that wrong. It's not that I have concerns about London, but I think if he goes to the Browns, he could immediately be their number one and really do good things and shoot up this board. I just don't think he's a great separator, but that doesn't really bother me for fantasy as much as it does with his ability to catch touchdowns. Um, Not really. I I don't have much dispute with this. I think Wilson is extremely dynamic, and I like him a ton. I wonder, kind of along the Williams conversation, will he be a super high-volume guy? I'm Mm -hmm. just not sure. Maybe. I mean, he could be the Odell mold where he does it all, but... Or he could be a number two where someone else is getting more targets too. But I like all these guys. I just don't love any of them, I don't think. So Burks, Wilson, and London are all getting some wide receiver one love in the NFL mock draft community, which at this point we're we're 
several weeks away, obviously. Early on, who is your expectation for the wide receiver one off the board in the NFL draft? Wilson. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to stand on my head about it. I mean, the combine could change my mind dramatically, which I don't love. I wish I had a stronger conviction about that before, but I well, did rank them. They're close, like we said. They are close, yeah. I ranked them um, Wilson, Burks, Williams, London when I did my generic ranks for Steelers.com. Okay. All right, the uh, the player we talked about yesterday, Jamison Williams, is the 1.06. Uh, another running back in here, Kenneth Walker the third is 107. Do you agree uh, he, the problem with him is just receiving? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like it. The only problem, right, but it's a big one. It, right, it, it is a big one. Um, it, it's kind of similar, I guess, to the, the wide receiver con, uh, conversation, whereas Burks is is getting a lot of love in the dynasty community as as the 101 here and and in many other mocks and uh and drafts I've seen uh, but it's it's Wilson or London who seem to be showing up first in in a lot of NFL mock drafts. Right. It's kind of the same with the running backs. We're they're they're all jumbled up in mock drafts, but uh Walker has has been the top guy off the board in NFL mock drafts his fair share of times that I've, that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this one, we have him as RB three and, and that's, that's the case for most rankings I've checked out so far. Yeah. And, and I'm not implying Spiller and Hall or Kamara and McCaffrey as receivers, but Walker's almost like a Chubb Henry level receiver. Like he may right. catch six passes a year. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's the concern. That's what's pushing him down. Certainly. Yeah. The player we're going to talk about today, Matt, is Chris Olave. He's at the 1.08 spot. Uh, Here's one that surprised me a little bit. I like the player, but I've got questions. George Pickens is 109. 9 and 10, I was a little shocked to see on here a little bit. Oh, really? Well, I was was shocked by the order. I I thought Pickens would maybe be the 112 or maybe even sneak into the second round. Mm -hmm. Instead, he's comfortably in at the 9 spot. David Bell at 10. That surprises you? A little. Maybe I just have to do more homework on him, to be quite honest. I mean, okay. I look at him as a 40 to 55th pick overall in the NFL draft. Is that about yeah. where you see him? Yeah. Maybe I, I'm, yeah. Maybe that's No, fair. I think I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Again, we the class is, you know, it, it's become a cliche at this point, but the class is, is below average, right? You're going to see, yeah. you're going to see those, position. right. You're going to see those types of players. Uh, as as first round dynasty rookie picks, Kyron Williams one point eleven. He is the RB four, um, and and the fourth running back in the first round, and top twelve ends with Jahan Dotson, the Penn State wide receiver. I thought he might be a little bit higher. Yeah, that, that's uh, kind of where my see Pickens and Bell ahead of Dotson was my surprise. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I don't uh, think he's KJ Hamler. You know, like I think he brings more every down higher volume to the table than Hamler. Yeah. Yeah. Pickens, I guess was, was my surprise here that he was um, really above those three uh, or above bell and, and Dotson specifically. And, and even some of the players in the second round. And again, you can get all of this uh, rookie ADP data and all of our ADP data at dynasty league football.com. Matt, as I mentioned, we're talking Chris Olave today. He's an interesting player. We said yesterday's uh, Jamison Williams discussion was a fun one. Chris Olave kind of feels the opposite of that. Not fun, just solid and steady. Yeah, you know, not almost bad. Maybe, right. 
Right. Not bad. Maybe a little boring. We'll see. We'll see where the conversation goes <laughs> about Chris Olave right after this. There might be less football being played, but betonline.net has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. I mean, BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL on YouTube. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Chris Olave is a senior wide receiver from The Ohio State University, 21 years old, 6 feet 1, 188 pounds. Matt, we really thought this player would be part of the 2021 rookie class. He surprised everyone by going back to school. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that was a good decision for him personally. It doesn't feel like he necessarily gained anything, um, at least from a value standpoint. He was being uh, being talked about as maybe a late first-round rookie pick last season um, prior to uh, to announcing he was staying in school. And now here he is again. He looks like a late first round rookie pick or NFL draft pick. Uh, so really, it, it seems like neither his NFL value nor his dynasty value has changed much in the past year. No, no. I don't think he was ever going in the top 20 of any of these drafts, but he's not going to probably fall out of the top 40. Um, I hate using some of these cliche draft words, but he <laughs> seems very safe, very yes. NFL ready and that implies going to the NFL is easy and by no means is it but he's from a big school a lot of experience a lot of production but probably won't be the first receiver even drafted out of his school and is more of a fringe first second rounder and people think when you call someone a number two receiver that that's a, a criticism it really isn't. I mean, if he was opposite Devontae Adams or Michael Thomas, I mean, that team would really be loaded at that position. And that's who I think he is. Yeah, It's easy to throw the cliches around uh, in general, but especially with a guy like Alave, I think, uh, because he does feel safe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of those um, jack-of-all-trades type players he does everything pretty well he doesn't have he's got good speed but not elite speed he's a very good route runner you know a well-rounded player overall he played a little bit in a little bit outside for ohio state that's good to show off that versatility certainly um he's he's just not not, big but he's not little (laughs) right he's even steven you know and that's a good actually he might he might be he might be little right he's a little leaner than you want but he's six foot plus you know he's not a tiny guy yeah he can't align inside and out but he gets bullied around a little bit too and i don't think he has a super high ceiling but if he's a lifetime fantasy wide receiver three 
Think about how many times you'd start this guy and be very happy in your fantasy league. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, came to Ohio State uh, and and was pretty quiet his freshman year. No surprise given the depth that they've had at the position over the past few years. We talked a little bit about that yesterday with, with the Jamison Williams situation. Uh, so didn't do much as a freshman, but really came on as a sophomore after a couple of those guys. Terry McLaurin, I believe, was one of those who went off to the NFL um, so over the past three seasons, you look at the stat lines for Olave, 48, 840, and 12 touchdowns. That was as a sophomore. Uh, that was pre-COVID. So even the COVID year, uh, where I believe they only played seven games, or Olave only played seven games, he still catches 50 balls for 729 yards and seven scores, and then finished off his Buckeyes career this year, 65 936 and 13. So sets new career highs in all three of those categories. Uh, despite the, the presence of uh, Wilson, yeah, the guys we talked about yesterday, sure. Wilson and Smith and Jigba there. And even this past year. a really, I think he's going to be a heck of a tight end too. And he couldn't even get, get the ball either. You know, like there's not enough yeah. balls to go around there. They, they took our guy yesterday and drove him out of Columbus. Cause all these dudes, yeah, when you, when you got to go to Alabama for playing time, that, that <laughs> right, says something. Right, it says a lot about the talent around you. Matt, when we come back, we will continue our discussion about Chris Olave. Hey, everyone, it's a new year. So that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Uh, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better. Uh, Built Bar makes it easier to stick with your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it. Unlike some of the other protein bars that are waxy and chalky or taste like a chemical spill. Uh, you want to eat healthy, but it, it just gets so boring. But by like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's all the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar and 4 net carbs, and 19 or 17 grams of protein. Uh, compare that to a candy bar, which usually has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen net carbs. So here's an idea for your new year. Go to your secret treat stashes at home, in the pantry, in the office, in the car, wherever. Throw out all the sugary, calorie-filled treats and replace them with Built Bars. So when you're craving a snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. Uh, even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost always almost count it as a workout in itself. Uh, there's so many flavors to choose from. I mean, peanut butter brownies big in my house, raspberry, coconut almond, salted caramel, mint brownie, cookies and cream. My son kills cookies and cream. Many more. Uh, in fact, Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So go check out Built.com often to see what's new. Built.com. So here's what you do. Go to Built.com, use our promo code to get 15% off our order and your promo code is LOCKED15, LOCKED15, all caps, and that gets you 15% off at Built.com. Thanks so much. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Check out tomorrow's episode when we continue our Rookie Profile series. Now make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.
Matt, we've talked about some of the strengths of Olave. They include uh, really his versatility, just being a well-rounded player. Route running is is a strength for sure. What concerns do you have about Chris Olave's game? Physicality, yeah, um, strength, you know, body armor, you know, ability to take a lot of hits over the middle. Um, and I don't think his ceiling is ridiculously high. I, I do think that's the concern. I asked you yesterday if you if you're an NFL team and NFL GM, would you spend a first rounder on Jamison Williams? Your answer was still yes, uh, regardless of that. Uh, regardless of that injury, what about Olave? I, I see him showing up in the first round, late first round of a lot of these um, NFL mock drafts. Are you good with him there? Less so, even though the price is cheaper, but. This applies to almost every position in the draft. It's just, I, I feel like when you get to 20 plus in this draft that, here's a better way of putting it. Like all the mock drafts I've seen, usually on February 20th to the 25th, this week that we're in now, you see maybe 45 names inhabit those 32 spots of mm-hmm. mock drafts all over the country or all over the web. This year, it's like 65 names. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just a huge tier two across the board. So, yeah, most years, I don't think Alave is a true number uh, first-round pick. But this year, if he goes 25 to 35, yeah, I mean, that's, he's as good a candidate as anyone. I guess my issue would be when you look at Jahan Dotson, and David Bell. I mean, these are different types of players, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, if you're a team that needs wide receivers, those are a couple guys we've consistently seen mocked in the second round. Um, and, and that's not even, you know, we're not even really digging too deep here. We're still still talking about the top twelve players in our dynasty rookie ADP. I'm not spending a first on Alave when I can get one of those guys in the second or you know, somebody else later in the second or, or yeah. even third right. round, you know, Christian Watson, Wondell Robinson, uh, Jalen Tolbert. Those are all guys I like. Uh, Sky Moore. I mean, these are these are day two picks. Uh, and I think they're comparable value-wise to, to Alave. So it just feels like I, – I like the player. I just don't know that he should be separated that much from those guys. No, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's – do what I really want to use a first round pick on this guy in the real world in the NFL when the next round the player thirty two picks later probably isn't that much worse or less. We've referenced the the website grinding the mocks in each of these conversations we've we've had. I've really been impressed with their work, as I've said. Uh, they do have Chris Olave as a first rounder. Again, they're they're basically collecting ADP of uh, NFL mock drafts. They've got him twenty eight overall, which would make him the wide receiver five. We said uh, Jamison Williams was the fourth wide receiver, so Olave here at wide receiver five. That's where I had him. I, I did yeah, my top five list, and he was fifth. Yeah, lines up with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already talked about our rookie ADP earlier in the show, so you know he is the 1.08 in our rookie ADP, uh, and that also puts him at wide receiver five among uh, rookies in our in our dynasty value, not just mm-hmm. in the NFL. But to your previous point, he seems like even a rookie draft borderline first rounder most years. 
Like if he yes. comes out last year, you take him at the 12, 13 turn, maybe not at eight. Yeah. And, and I, I said his value hadn't really changed. I guess, I guess that's not a fair statement because we know last year's wide receiver class was stacked and um, his competition got worse. Right. Yeah. Uh, even, even though the running backs we, as well, you know, even though we consider wide receiver, one of the strengths of the class, certainly from a fantasy standpoint, um, he, he's still in that mix where he, he's one of the guys in the conversation uh, where, where last season he wasn't in the conversation with Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddell, right? No. Like he was, they're all better than him. He was second tier at best. Um, I guess we should probably, probably more like third tier at best, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, dynasty wise. And, and maybe, maybe he's moved up a tier and, and gained a little value that way. So, I don't know if that because uh, Jamar Chase isn't in this draft and you know Najee and you know it's just kind of by default again. Yeah. Let's finish up today with landing spots uh, because he is so well-rounded, so versatile. I, I feel like Olave could go to almost uh, any team and, and you know be a contributor and and have some uh, some level of success. And we've. Uh, we've talked about in each of these episodes all the teams that need some wide receiver help, and most of those are are, are pretty clear anyway. Uh, when you think about pairing up this guy with a quarterback, Matt, what what type of quarterback would you like to see him paired mm. up with? We were with Jamison Williams yesterday. We were looking for the guy with the big arm that could throw it fifty yards in the air uh, consistently. Who's the quarterback that would make Olave a, a real dynasty factor here? I'm thinking about that in the back of my head because I was going to throw out, with not knowing the question you're about to ask, I would like to see him paired with a big physical receiver. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to see him paired next to Devontae Smith. I want to see him paired next to Kyle Pitts or Michael Thomas or even Devontae Adams. I mean, a, a target hog that can handle the heavy lifting. Um, in terms of quarterbacks, maybe more the Drew Brees style. You know, come out of your breaks, boom, it's there. Look off a of safety, hit you over the top. A manipulator of defenses that might not be the the gunslinger, but more of a precision player. Hmm. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, he kind of fits with everybody, though. Oh, uh, that's true. He, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, not, not bad for, for any receiver, not obviously. Bad. Um, all right. There's lots of good landing spots for Chris Olave and all these wide receivers. That's, that's no, what's that's going to, true. yeah, that's what, what is going to help make it, uh, such a strong receiver class and give these guys some immediate value. I wonder when we come down to it after the NFL draft, if we're going to say this one receiver just had a bad landing spot and everyone else had good ones, you know, and then, and we, oh. we ding that guy. Yeah, I mean, unless that's you know, unless that's Burks or Wilson, mm-hmm. then it, it's going to be a huge factor, right? If it's if it's Olave or Pickens or Bell or Dotson or, or Robinson or any of those guys, they could fall six or seven picks. Uh, you know, they could fall half a round or more in, in dynasty ADP just by landing spot alone. Right, and even some of these bad teams—Jacksonville, Detroit, even Houston. I don't know that they're bad landing spots for a rookie high pick. Right, right. I agree. I agree. That does it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.